Welcome to For Love of Show. Today on the show, we are talking to Andrea Barber. You know Andrea from her role as Kimmy Gibbler on Full and Fuller House, as well as, of course, Tilly Curtis from the Skateboard Kit, too. And now, here's Andrea. <laughs> I think um, the podcast should just start with us laughing and then silence. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. our show. Thank you oh. very much. And we're recording. Rossi See you next week. <laughs> do you want to introduce the guests? Oh, we probably Never. should do that. It's just that. so they natural. Don't need to know. Uh, Irrelevant. Today yeah. we have TV's Andrea Barber. Woo-hoo! Yeah, we'll do <laughs> sound effects much. of clapping. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> she does. She totally deserves that and more. Yeah. Um, and we have created a little drink per your request of mm-hmm. cranberry and champagne, mm-hmm. taking ideas for what to call it as we will share this recipe with many. Recipe. Well, it's two ingredients. So, well, no, it's three. It's, it's three. three. It's three. Yeah. You had a surprise third ingredient, it which I was not expecting. Plot twist. Pleasantly surprised. But no, everybody uh, yeah, at Sunday brunch, they asked for mimosas, but I don't care for orange juice and it upsets my stomach. But I'm a big <laughs> fan of cranberry juice because it's good for your urinary tract system. <laughs> there you go. And I have a history of kidney stones like why don't we you, you this well, is give you my entire me- let's start with my entire when she history. said she was an open book she meant it <laughs> now that orange slice i just yeah, snuck in there little. maybe i should have uh, consulted a doctor no, first <laughs> <laughs> no the orange slice is fine because it's just like a garnish yeah it's not full of pulp it's not and juice and acidity all right so that's that's our drink and uh by the end of this podcast, we'll find a really great name for it. But it's cranberry juice, name. champagne, and a little bit of a fresh orange squeeze and with, peel. with a peel yeah. as garnish. Yeah. Um, should we start with, tell me a story about a guitar. Hmm? Tell us a story yeah. about a guitar. A guitar? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't play the guitar, so I don't really have a fascinating story about me and a guitar. But um, I will throw some shade at Jody Sweeten. Oh, all Because yes. they um, ask her to play the guitar on the show mm-hmm. because of her budding singing career mm-hmm. as Stephanie Tanner. And so she she doesn't know how to play the guitar. And so she's like, I don't know if she's self-conscious or, or whatever, but she's like, I don't know the chords and I can't get it right. And I'm like, how hard is it to just pretend to strum? Like you put your hands on the position, right. you pretend to strum. Like there's not like musical geniuses watching Fuller House. It's not like John Mayer is with, yeah. just standing there. No, and they're not like <laughs> zooming in on our fingers to see if the chords are correct. Like you just you just pretend to play the guitar. And she's like, oh, and she gets super mad anytime they ask her to mime. I'm like, I have done more crazy stunts and bizarre in things involving animals and weird outfits. And like this will, will this air after season three is released? Do you know? Probably. Um, any idea? Yeah. Okay. So she's already like trading lines with me because last week's show, we had really high maintenance birds oh on the show. Goodness. And she was supposed to be like, you know, that girl from Enchanted, like talking to birds and making best friends with birds. And she's like, this really isn't my character. I think it's more of a Kimmy Gibbler thing. And I was like, great. Now I get to work with the high maintenance. <laughs> Skittish birds. The ones who all that had wouldn't stage cooperate. Flight. <laughs> they had stage. <laughs> now that's how you make a bird joke. Right. Stage I've been working on that flight. since the start of this. It only took her 10 oh days. God. It only took her 10 days. 10 days and two mimosas. But Where she were you with that joke got, when we had the birds? I made it. No one found it funny at the time, but I'm glad it's oh, so come full circle. Did. She did. She just doesn't yeah. want the bird. Birds and cats. She hates right? birds and cats. Um, what else does she hate? You'll have to ask her. The Jody Sweeten edition of the podcast, which very likely it's will just be coming a long soon. Yeah. List it's all of the stuff things she hates, she hates and is afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Which amazes 
me. She has survived so much in her life and she hates birds. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Everyone has her their thing, you know? That's true. Even <laughs> champions like her. <laughs> that was the big question. Tell me a story about yeah, a guitar. That's a, um, yeah, Were you well, expecting we, something else? Like, have you dug into my history on Wikipedia? Like, no. Well, I'll tell you what I did find. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Your name means manly laurel. What? <laughs> Shut up. That's, it's on there. Manly There's laurel? references on IMDb to that being what your name means. This is what happens when you're a not very exciting or controversial former child star. They're like, we must <laughs> Let's come make up with shit. something. Let's something make else. stuff up. Manly. What does that who, even mean? Who wrote that? I don't know. And how is it still on there? I don't trust Wikipedia. I think this Once is they started IMDb. asking for donations. <laughs> oh, it's not in Wikipedia. It's, no, it's IMDb. IMDb. Yeah. It's supposed to be more official than Wikipedia. Right? It's just supposed to be yeah. a, a nice resume and a little bio. No. I didn't have a follow-up question. I just wrote it down just to tell you. I don't know. What, what, what is a laurel and why is it manly? <laughs> why couldn't it be womanly? So now they're sexist. <laughs> I'm going to have a conversation with my parents about why they named me. <laughs> you want me to call them right now? In, yeah, well. No. In, oh, so international time. Yeah, it's in international. So, yeah, Andrea's parents them. are vacationing. I'm not going to name the country. But, uh, <laughs> we wouldn't want people to track them down we wouldn't because go back in time <laughs> right. try and figure out where they were because we already did not get clearance travel. with her father so. <laughs> he'll understand he likes you guys a lot like i think you're in the will i'm pretty sure you're in the will like, you think i'm joking but he really really likes you well guys. he does know how to write a mean will <laughs> he does he's had experience he is anything oh. for somebody i've seen in their pajamas and he <laughs> Let's talk about that. Why have you seen my dad in my pajamas? In my pajamas? Why have you seen my dad in his pajamas? Not my pajamas. They could be my pajamas. What did they, did they have sheep like on the them? Tag. <laughs> they were just like just adorable pajamas. Just, so why exactly, did you see my dad? You got to clarify because people are turning turning the channel. Let's make sure that it's minute. not Andrea's pajamas and that they actually, in fact, belong to him. They were definitely your father's. Well, I didn't get close enough. They're my dad. I can guarantee. Did they have buttons down the front? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they were, were my dad's pajamas. Yeah. It was a matching top and bottom. <laughs> it was just the sweetest. It was uh, so many things about that morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should start from the so beginning. Back for those who have no idea what we're talking about. Let's back up with, because you were sick. You went home the night before. It was a migraine. Driven home. Yeah, you had a migraine. You were driven home, right? It wasn't a migraine. I had a kidney infection. This is why oh, I need no. cranberry juice. <laughs> Clearly. Oh. This entire podcast will pull together by the end. Um, exactly. <laughs> I had a kidney. I didn't know it at the time, but I had a kidney infection and I was getting dizzy on the set and I had super bad migraines and I had to lie down. I had to skip run through or something because oh. I, I couldn't stand up. They were like, can you drive home? And I'm like, well, and they were like, well, we can get you a driver. And I'm like, oh, diva. this would be great. So um, I know, I know, right? Total diva. Like, never mind the Could fact be. that I was seeing stars. So somebody drove me home and then I didn't know who my driver would be for the next morning. But I got a call from my dad that morning. I don't even know what time, what, 6 a.m. 630 it was early yeah and he was like um some girl named kim moffett just showed up at our door <laughs> apparently they have your address wrong in the production office it's our address <laughs> oh yeah also the cell phone <laughs> oh the cell phone too yeah so i uh it was pouring rain also. oh yeah it was yeah, super it rainy was that super day. rainy and i had i used maps or ways or something to try and figure out what was the best way to go i get there at six o'clock in the morning knock on the door <laughs> Also, like, it's pretty early in the season and I don't really know you. And like, now I'm at your house at six o'clock in the morning. I'm right. like, I hope this is like not a weird thing. <laughs> so I knock on the door and <laughs> it's your dad. <laughs> and it's she still lives us. with our parents. 
Oh, wow. Uh, first, and he was like already awake, which now that makes sense to me. But at the time I was like, what? Why are you awake so early? Well, we, he's 75. People, you know? Like he's already had breakfast and done like five wills by <laughs> six in the morning. Three crossword puzzles. <laughs> totally. He's, he's like well into to lunch go. by then. Did he offer Dave, you a beverage? Uh, no, he told me to come in and I was like, I have to go pick her up. I'm late I'm already now I'm nervous and it's raining and so Mm -hmm. finally I get your address and then I'm on my way and I text you to say hey my name's Kim I work on the show (laughs) and uh, I'm on my way to get you and I'm just we'll be doing a podcast together (laughs) right had I known back then what I know now yeah I know probably the day would have gone a little bit smoother for me (laughs) I probably would have been less nervous so I wasn't nervous to pick you up I'll tell you why I got nervous later on in the drive so I sent you a text it was your dad and he texted me back and said uh this is her dad Okay. Uh, here's her actual phone number. So I, like, go over there, get there like as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Get to the door. Your daughter's at the door. Oh, she was. Oh, you're fine. You're only a couple minutes late, and I'm like, it's fine. No, <laughs> I'm so late. Wait, my, why is my daughter answering the door at like six thirty in the morning? <laughs> well, she clearly has your schedule down. <laughs> you were Maybe two minutes going late. To school. They were both there. Both my kids. Yeah. Oh, they were. Well, yeah, they were getting ready for school, but they're not supposed to answer the door. Maybe I'm mixing that. She did was they, definitely she there. At least say okay. stranger danger. <laughs> Was the poodle there? <laughs> the poodle, perhaps, is who answered the door. Maybe the poodle answered the door. <laughs> so I finally get you. We're in the car. We're driving back. And now I'm like nervous. I'm going to bring you to set late. I'm oh, trying to get there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pouring rain. I've got Waze on my phone. You fall asleep. Thank goodness. Because Wait, Waze me, goodness. took me through like East LA. <laughs> and, now, and my battery on my phone starts <gasps> to die. No. I'm down to like 13%. I don't even think I told you this story. No. I'm terrified. Because at this point, I'm just a stranger driving you. Right. In the rain. And I <laughs> have East LA. raging kidney infection. Yeah, you're sick. It's pouring rain. We're in East LA. And then finally we get to the freeway and I can turn off ways with like 7% left on my wow. phone. I was about to have to wake you up and be like, uh, again, I'm Kim. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Work on the show. Can I use your phone? Because <laughs> I'm lost. Is that a for love of show moment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Driving, driving one of the one of the stars of the show through East LA with a dead dead phone battery. I thought you were going to say a dead body because we definitely <laughs> well, didn't mention it. Well. I could have been dead. Like that kidney infection was bad. Like I could have died. I almost died on that drive. Oh, uh, I don't remember it. I honestly don't remember it. should have called my mom. She's a nurse, not just because it would have been oh, a, yeah, that's She right. also She's tells a nurse. her everything. As do I. <laughs> she tells my mom everything. You you tell her mom everything? Oh, no. sure. Well, our moms have the same birthday. Get out. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? No way. Monday. What? Every Monday? Like, what do you mean? Like, on a Monday? No, She's a Monday, baby. A Monday. Like, what does that mean? Monday. Oh, this Monday. Yeah. What's the date this Monday? May 8th. Oh. Happy birthday, moms. Happy yeah. birthday, mom. We covered okay. moms. Well, we've covered, mom, we've covered kidney infections, <laughs> moms' the rain, way that, uh, and the way Kim drives. <laughs> Pretty much. I was being very safe. Also, it was like my car was so, it was not a good situation. Let's play a game. Oh no. I'm really bad at game. Well, this one is pretty great because it's all about what you think immediately. Oh, okay. Want to do a little round of rapid fire? Yeah. It's great. We're going to go every other. We have not uh, seen each other's rapid fire. No, we prepared these separately. Yeah. Mainly. have the same questions, I'm going to really laugh. (laughs) Well, you're going to notice 19 instead of 20 if that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want to start? Sure. Jordan Knight or Jonathan Knight? 
does this have to be a one word or can I go off on like a, a please a go off at as many tangents as oh so want. this isn't just rapid fire one word answer rapid fire with a pause <laughs> oh okay <laughs> slash an explanation <laughs> slash an explanation um well previously I would have I would have answered Jonathan Knight because he's he's super sweet and we text he's really good at remembering names and details and not just with me but with fans in general he's he he's anxiety and he has a he's a lot of stage fright or stage flight as you would call it <laughs> if you were a bird um, so he's nervous like in front of like big crowds but he's so good one-on-one with people and so I have a special appreciation for him mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we had new kids on the block on the show last season mm-hmm. which was mind-blowing and dream come true what a crazy me. week so amazing in the best way yeah Jordan Knight became like the MVP of the show because he was so excited to be there and he was like snapchatting the whole thing and taking pictures of his dressing room and the script and rehearsals and we were just like wow he's really into this like we didn't know what to expect if they would be begrudging or divas or or into it or whatever and they turned out to be like super good sports about it and super excited but Jordan was the most excited because he'd never done any acting gig like that ever before Um, and they were nervous about like memorizing lines and taking direction and like they didn't know they didn't know anything about like turn towards the camera and wait for the lap. Like they didn't know any of the typical actor 101 stuff. And so that was funny to watch, but um, he was totally into it and willing to learn and listen. And we had a great bit at the end of the show where the new kids are giving their concert and Kimmy decides to take over the lead singer because Donnie Wahlberg, of course, wasn't there. And mm-hmm. so um, Jordan and I are fighting over the microphone over who gets to sing lead. And that was a great little bit for us. I have a cute picture of that if Aww. you guys um, want a picture yeah. later. Yeah. So Definitely. that's a toss up. Jordan or or Jonathan Knight. I don't know. You know, I, I love them all equally for, for different reasons that's awesome a favorite fancy toilet some of them are not gonna be oh. as good <laughs> are there any other kinds of toilets besides the toto well whatever's in candace's house oh yeah she's got some fancy it's called a new me oh yeah. yeah i don't even know what that is but i've seen video like that i haven't even seen the rest of her house i've seen the toilet like I've seen 60 seconds of video of her toilet. That's how excited she is about the new me toilet. I it, hear it plays colors. songs and it changes colors. It has a laser show. It senses your presence and it has settings according to your preferences. But I prefer the Toto. And I, I liked the Toto before the Toto was cool. Before I had ever stepped foot in Japan, I was a lover of the Toto. <laughs> <laughs> And that Maybe all they're looking for <laughs> spokespeople. I get that from my dad also because um, my dad visited Japan on business many, 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 many moons ago, and he fell in love with the totos, which are common in Japan. Like they are in public restrooms, they oh. are everywhere. It's just a super high tech toilet. So my dad came home from Japan that trip, and he was like, "That's it. All of my kids get toilets for Christmas." <laughs> like that was our Christmas gift. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. And I have a picture of like my toilet out on the on my grass out here on the front lawn because of the old toilet had to go and the new toilet had to go in and so he gave all of his toilets like what a great gift that is useful that is way better than like a gift card to Olive Garden like that is I I use it I think of him every day too and say thank you for this toilet it's great for raising children who are potty training it's great for post-coital interaction it's just great for like everything I, I tell you I'm an open book it's fabulous for for women at that time of the month. Like it's just great for all all situations, not just oh. number twos. Like it's great. It's multi-use. Let me just put it that way. So um, it's been super useful to me in all of my scenarios. <laughs> and I will talk about it. And so people think I'm crazy. But when the cast went to Japan, everybody came home talking about the toilets. There and Dave go. Coulier bought three of them for his house. <laughs> Candace now has some, I don't know what the, it, I don't know if it's, ja- let's call it Japanese. I don't know if it yeah. is. Yeah. She has one now. And I'm like, see, you called me crazy for talking about my toilet. And oh my anything goodness. else you want to know about the Toto? Because I can talk about this easily well, for 45 I forgot. We were playing rapid fire. <laughs> the rapid.
rapid, rapid being the keyword. <laughs> yeah. Rapid ain't so rapid exactly. if you're talking about totos. Oh, oh my Good luck goodness. following that. Everyone laughed when that was my question. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, I'm so sorry. We have to move on from oh, toilet. Fine. I will. Fine. We um, can stop talking about the toto. This one is, you know, a little more boring. Uh, Favorite running shoe? Oh, what a random question! <laughs> so I've never strange. been asked before. <laughs> I want to. I want to accommodate all of your fans. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, well, my personal favorite running shoe, as you know, Melanie, because I saw them on your feet a mere yeah. two days ago. I take advice. Is the Brooks Pure Flow shoe, and that is because it is a somewhat minimalist running shoe, which means it doesn't have a ton of padding and cushioning and sole to it. It's a lightweight shoe. Um, it has a little bit of cush to it, but it's it's super light and that's what I like because I don't like feeling like I'm running with clogs. So that's what I like. But if there's any runners out there listening, I do want to encourage them to go to a local running store and get fitted for a shoe because what's right for me is not necessarily right for, for you and everybody has different foot needs. Like some people may pronate, some people may heel strike. You never know until you have somebody watch you run, which is a little intimidating to have people watch you run. Like I suddenly felt self-conscious about like, what am I, what are you, what are you staring at? What is jiggling back there? Like I don't need people <laughs> analyzing. Right. Exactly. Me when I'm running, but it's super useful to know those things when you're picking out a running shoe. But um, Very good advice. Brooks is my favorite. Coolest Pokemon cot. Oh my God. There's one, I don't know the name, but there's one that looks like a giraffe. Oh, shocking. Girafarg, that's my favorite because okay. it looks like a giraffe. Does now. it remind you of April? It does remind me of April. Well, now I have a new, I have a new giraffe in my dressing room. As you may have seen, have you been to my I, dressing room in the last couple of weeks? I have not personally met it. I've only seen photos. Oh yeah. I've seen but it. I will have to make a special trip for that. Guarding the door. Guarding, sometimes guarding the door, mm-hmm. sometimes having lunch with me and sometimes just chilling in the corner. Mm. But yeah, Candace Cameron Beret gave me <laughs> my own pet giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> CCB. Uh, she gave me my own giraffe because I was so enamored with April the giraffe, who's the famous giraffe that gave birth in New York a few weeks ago. And so she gave me my very own, which is not real for the record. <laughs> my giraffe is not real. I guess we didn't clarify that. Oh, yeah, Named um, Patches. But I also like the idea that Candace would have been like, here's a real giraffe. She would have She could pull it off. Room. She could pull anything I, that's off. Kinda, she could. Oh, I believe. Listen. I'm not doubting that she could have brought in a giraffe. If it wasn't so difficult to get animals on the lot, I'm sure she would have brought a real giraffe. Well, I even forgot what the last question was. Sorry, I keep between toilets and giraffes. I've really gone off on a tangent. This is great. This is great. I think we're gonna have to rename Rapid Fire, but that's that's perfect. It's slow fire. Super in depth. Glacial fire. (laughs) Glacial fire. So we'll give we'll give our guests the choice between the two. Sloth questions. There we go. Um, Okay, this one has. Has absolutely no segue for so I'm just gonna okay. go for it. Go for um, it. What is the first adjective to describe Mr. T? And I'm talking about a certain Danny Tanner and not the wrestler. There's a wrestler named Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. I pity the fool. Oh, 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 oh! oh. <laughs> Wait, is yeah, he yeah. a wrestler? What is I think he? He's do? a box. I thought he was a boxer. Oh man, oh. I see some heads shaking. His his head, there's a lot of there's a lot of heads rolling right now. Uh, Can I revise that question? No, it stays in. <laughs> yeah, it, it, everything stays. Um, She's an idiot. Okay, the first <laughs> adjective. Well, tall. I mean, tall's an adjective, right? But I feel like. I should find a different adjective. He's very heartfelt. Like for a man that's admittedly a little neurotic and super dirty, like you've witnessed firsthand <laughs> oh my goodness. his humor and like talk about an open book. He doesn't hold back at all. He'll just talk about anything and everything inappropriate. Bob Saget has a lot of heart and he's just very caring um, and he cares a lot about the people that are close to him. And I, I'm honored to be one of those people. Yeah. 
Nice. Okay, so rapid fire is a Uh-oh. little more rapid right. now. Well, okay. okay. We don't want to talk about Bob Saget. I can talk about giraffes for two hours, but Bob Saget is a mere 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. He's never going to do whatever. Whatever. Okay. Now. Next. Next. Uh, best vacation location. I'm sorry it rhymed. <laughs> or maybe really happy. I didn't best read it out loud. vacation location that's already happened? Or is this like a wish list? No, like already happened. Well, there's only been three. For you? Yeah. Ever? You've only taken three vacations? <laughs> Very sheltered. I never leave my house. Um, I can see why. This is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're talking about old school, original Full House and Fuller House. No, just you personally. Oh, just in general. Yeah. I can only think in f- terms of Full House because my brain is so wired. No, Fair. well, we um, we went to Hawaii in the first, in the original show. And like a sad little fact about that was that I was written out of that script the night before we left for Hawaii. What? Kimmy Gibbler was written out of the script. How dare she? So I, my parents were like ready to break the news to me like sorry we can't go and like this is very sad and all this stuff but the producers were so caring and Maybe my maybe D Barb's just guilted them into into this. I don't know, but like, they were just like, "Well, this look, is a lawsuit on your hands." Lo- <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were like, "Okay, you've been written out of the script, but the tickets are already purchased, so just come anyways and just be with us, even though you're not technically working." Oh, so amazing. I got like this. Yeah. Sorry, I got like this all expenses paid vacation to Hawaii for a week, and I didn't have to deal with any of the tomfoolery that was being on location with Full House. Oh, wow! Yeah, Do you? It was really nice. Wow. Were you able to enjoy yourself, or did you say, "I want to get in there"? Oh no, I totally enjoyed myself. I was at the pool like the entire time. How old were you? So I'm guessing I was probably like 14, but it was great. It was a great little vacation. And then we went to Walt Disney World and I was in that episode. Oh, I remember. Oh, and that was that episode has really stayed in my memory almost shot for shot. She has the shot list. (laughs) You have actually, that's my next rapid fire question. (laughs) No, Uh, no, every time I'm in Disneyland, it rings like so quickly into my my memory. Oh, everybody remembers that episode. And that was cool for us because I was probably 16 at the time. And that's cool just being at Disneyland and like getting to be, you know, we had like these blocked off areas where we would be shooting and it was just cool to see kind of the behind the scenes of Disney. It was also scary because we had some scenes with some of the characters the Disney characters and because we were backstage they were able to take their heads off and you're not they're not supposed to do that in front of non-Disney people so I felt like we were breaking some laws or whatever but it was like I think it was a white rabbit or one of those characters just taking his head off and like relaxing backstage and I was like this is so wrong it was like ruining ruining my entire childhood (laughs) to see the white rabbit as a regular person but yeah, that was a cool... Um, the other thing I remember about that location shoot was just being followed by fans everywhere we went. And um, Jody Sweet and I needed a bathroom break, so we went into a public restroom. And there were fans passing pieces of paper underneath the stalls asking for our autographs. And that's when I really felt famous for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> was in the bathroom at Walt Disney World. Because I'm like, you know you've made it when someone passes you paper. And it was real paper, not just toilet paper. It was like... Yeah, yeah sanitation was not a factor. <laughs> sanitation was not a concern. They're like, we need this autograph whether we get hepatitis B or not. Oh like, we need gosh. this autograph. And that's when I knew I had made it. Did Did you sign any of the toilet paper? Um, I don't know. I don't remember that far. I just yeah, remember I the asking. be like an exciting feeling or a terrified <laughs> feeling. I probably declined. I don't know. Maybe I was so shy that I was just like, um, sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you were weird. sitting on a toto, you would be passing that out. I'd like, be so relaxed. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. care. I wouldn't, Here you go. This was Here's pre, my leg. Pre-toto. <laughs> just leave me alone. Here's your autograph. Now yeah. I'm going to get back to my Why oh, didn't my, they my just business. wait? Well, I don't know. It's just, I was sort of a captive audience right there. Like you can't 
really Ooh. get out and it's escape. It's a pretty fast. vulnerable state. Would Very you say? vulnerable. Very <laughs> yeah. vulnerable. Well, this is actually a great segue to my next question oh, because what is the weirdest compliment you've ever gotten from a fan? I don't know. It's weird being Kimmy Gibbler because compliments in any other scenario would be insults. Like people are like, oh my God, you're so weird. Or oh my God, you're so annoying. And that's actually a compliment to yeah. me because my character is supposed to be annoying, which means I'm doing my job. Correct. But if you're just walking down the street and people are like, oh my God, you're so annoying, you'd be offended, right? <laughs> Why so- did you look at me? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Melanie's, Melanie's dying. Do you need some more Gibbler goulash or whatever we've named this drink? I think I need it. I'm joking now. <laughs> Bartender. Yeah. What was the question? Oh, the weirdest. Con- so I don't know. I I remember being in parades, like you know, Grand Marshal or whatever, just riding in, in parades and people would yell at me, don't take your shoes off because of I the mean, whole the stinky that. feet joke that won't die. Like why keep your shoes on? Oh my God, your feet really stink. That's my favorite question. Do your feet really stink? <laughs> why would I answer that yeah, question? Why would I give you the opportunity to find out. Right. But then I've received a lot of really heartwarming stories about kids who were bullied in school and because they were different or strange and watching my character be so just unabashedly proud of who she is and not caring that she's weird has given them confidence to just be who they are and just to be proud and be it's okay to be different and that's something to be excited about and to embrace and to celebrate um, and that makes all of the weird compliments worth it. I love that. Yeah. Um, I don't love my next question. (laughs) Is is that a bad segue to your next question? Now it's going to sound really shallow. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. Road trips, yes or no? (laughs) Road trips? Wait, that's your question? For real? I just said I don't love it. (laughs) You don't love this? Well, skip it. What's the next one? Is it better? We have a yes or no now. I'm curious. Wait, about road trips? I think it's just Why would I be against road trips? I love road trips. There you go. There's your answer. It depends on how far we're going. Like Vegas is pretty much my max. Well, how about the latest TV show you binged? <laughs> wow. <laughs> how about that? Um, what are we binging right now? We're watching, we're finishing up Big Bang Theory because that's a, a great show. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Ben. Um, which I was never, I never watched a single episode of Big Bang Theory until I met you. So you wow. are the reason why their ratings have skyrocketed and they have been picked up for two more seasons. You can thank me and yourself for that. Uh, we're finishing up Big Bang Theory. You're like, who's Ben? <laughs> oh, we never introduced Ben. Sorry. Okay. Sound engineer um, and my fiance. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> um, we also, I've introduced my boyfriend, Michael, to The Amazing Race, uh, which they're on season like 492 right by now. And then I just started 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yeah. Like, that's on my list. So I'm not like binging it. I'm on like episode two, but I plan to binge that as soon as as soon as you guys leave my house. Um, oh, gosh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> can we wrap this up? No. And that's like a really good and controversial show, as you know. Uh, but I think it's really well done. And the acting is good and the writing is good. And it's very thoughtful provoking and um, I know there's a lot of controversy about it being triggering for kids or it, it glorifies suicide and um, I think that as long as you I think it, I think you have to know your kid if you let like I'm, I'm not letting my kids watch it they're 13 and 10 mm-hmm. my 10 year old is definitely too young my 13 year old he could probably handle it but there's other things he can watch or the kind of thing that sparks the conversation before yeah after. I think if you know your kid and if it's not going to trigger your kid and if you have open dialogue with your kid it could, yeah it could spark some really good discussions mm-hmm. about bullying and how to handle that and and how to just cope with difficult situations. Kim is. <laughs> Kim looks nervous again. <laughs> At least we prefaced it with uh, these were in no particular order. It's not just, I feel like this is the second one in a row where it's been just a terrible transition. First AOL screen name. Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. I mean, coming off of the 13 reasons why I don't feel good about it, but. Well, okay. I actually can't answer that question. It's. 
my current name for Gmail also. Oh, oh I know it. Okay, again, with no transition here, um, who's your dream guest star on Fuller House? And I feel like we may have accomplished that with New Kids on the Block. Yeah, we are. But we is already there a did. Runner up? A runner up. Yeah, I've been answering that question with New Kids on the Block for 30 years. Well, let's make the next one. So, happen. dream accomplished. I don't know. The other girls really want Ryan Gosling. He doesn't really do it for me. I don't know. Who are your dream guest stars? Like, who do you guys... Like, I, th- I feel like Candace and Jody just want hot guys on the show. Yeah. And I just want, like, really impressive actors. Like, I love watching yeah. actors do their thing. Like, when we had Alan Thicke, rest in peace, on our show, he was just a fascinating actor to watch. Mayim from Big Bang. Oh, I have such a girl. I can't talk about this she's in front amaz- of Ben. She's amazing. I know. Well, because we're soulmates, she just doesn't know it. <laughs> she's my girl crush. And now Ben's going to go tell her and I'm going to be so embarrassed. And I almost ran over her last <laughs> month. <laughs> on the lot because I had did the most embarrassing 18 point turn into my parking spot and then I was like so I knew someone was waiting for me and I almost hit four cars and then I looked at my and oh I wanted to gosh. die no she's she's pretty amazing like I I just think she's fabulous like not just her her acting but her life and her brain she's and incredibly yeah. smart so smart and so just thoughtful in everything she does and says and posts and puts her efforts into and I just feel like we would be best friends except for the whole vegan thing like I, I like meat too much but yeah. hopefully she wouldn't judge me for that I don't think so okay oh. I think she embraces the differences she does but we'll work on that and um is she and as long as she forgives me both for my meat eating habits and for almost running her over on um, that one's gonna we be just, harder we won't tell her that was so embarrassing so Maya, we can work on that and then <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> then I'll give you her email she she hasn't had it since she was 10 though is it her AOL address from which <laughs> 15 <laughs> stand know. by yeah. um and Ryan Gosling and I'll just add John well, that's Mayer. John, no, Ryan Gosling, that's Candace and Jody's dream guest. Like yeah. I, I would not even bat an eye. He's a Ryan good actor Gosling. though. It'd be fun to watch. Sure, sure. Yeah. He's no Maya Bialik, but <laughs> sure. I'm thinking, I know. See, I get all for glimpse just talking about <laughs> I mean, these people. Yeah. Who are your dream? Like, who do you want to see on our show? John Mayer. Zach Levi. Who? Zach. He was a, there was a show on NBC called <laughs> Chuck I that I'd love to pitch. I'd, uh, let's do an hour talking about Chuck. Chuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, Chuck. Chuck. Oh, yeah. 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 He was, he was Chuck. On oh, Chuck. he was Chuck. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe Trevor Noah. Yeah. Essentially the guest stars should just flood in as potential husbands. I mean, for him or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We do need, well, yeah, we have these, unfortunately there's contracts involved. So we have to keep some of our same love interests for the duration of the season, <laughs> but it'd be nice to just rotate through some, yeah. some, lovely guest stars as love interests but I like the love interests we have they're great guys they are they're phenomenal gems. we have some of the best actors oh ever on the show like so much talent I, we just can't let them go as, as great as it would be show wise to have variety you know to keep viewers interested I think we've got such talented guys on the show we really do yeah. and everyone's just so kind and that's that mm-hmm. makes a big difference and I'm sure it's intimidating for them to come into an already established family and we're super weird and quirky and tight and we tell a lot of inside jokes that nobody understands but they They've really just walked into this family and become part of it seamlessly, completely mm-hmm. seamlessly. Absolutely. And they feel like they've been there for the last 30 years. Adam, too, just coming in kind of after Juan Pablo and after the, the big everyone got added, it seems like seamlessly. He's a very thoughtful Your brother. actor, too. Jimmy Gibbler. Yeah. He's We're talking about Adam Hagenboo, and there's a lot of controversy over how to pronounce his last name. He spells it out on his Instagram account. Oh, Hagenboo. Yes. He makes a very funny joke about it's ice like cream. It's like a scary ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, Hagenboo. It's funny. He's just, he's way smarter than anyone would ever Oh my gosh. No. Mm -hmm. And he puts so much thought into his character and he's thinking about like the backstory and the motivation behind just the most random lines. And I thought, wow, 
I just like show up and read pages. Like I don't do any <laughs> of this sort of preparation. Like I feel totally inadequate, but he's great. Like he just, he'll do line readings and lines that aren't even meant to be funny and he makes them funny. Yeah. And that is true talent. Um, is it my turn? I think so. I lost track. Me too. Okay. Oh. We, need, we need a conch. Can we have a conch? Do we not know? Oh my God, I feel <laughs> so... Mel's old. face. From Lord of the Flies? Did you not read Lord of the Flies? And how read. whoever's holding yeah. the conch gets to yeah. speak. Okay, good. Oh my We're God, back. I feel We're so back. old. I yeah. feel so old. I read right Lord of the Flies in, in school and I totally know what the conch is, but okay. you know, I was either abbreviating conscience. Maybe you read the Sparks or, notes. You or just notes. thinking about a shell. That's that's where my mind's at right <laughs> now. Mel didn't read the Sparks notes. She read the Sparks She read the book club. She would never. I was a part of the book club and the page over many Oh, so you never skipped. You never just faked your way through okay so you have the conch by the way okay i have the you conch. have the conch so okay. i'm just gonna go right into this i mean what is your favorite hat that sharon your mother owns <laughs> oh, my mom has great hats she does Such for a those good of question. you who don't know she shows up to the show every week in the most amazing outfit oh, always color coordinated the hats are on point my mom is stylish like she is way more stylish than kimmy gibbler she always has pantsuit and a scarf and then a big hat which is weird because we're indoors <laughs> for the entire five hour taping why she needs a hat I don't know all that uh stage lighting right <laughs> she needs <laughs> she needs a hat um do I she changes hats so often I don't know if I can pick a favorite but she gave me we, we had matching hats once we went to vacation on Catalina Island because that's our thing is to go to Catalina Island on, for family vacations this and so we had so matching happy. striped beach hats that were larger than the circumference of the sun <laughs> And they block the entire sun. Like it was, it's useful to have hats that large because then you don't have to worry about sunscreen application as much because this, your hat will cover the entire family. They're that big. Um, It's it's useful. Uh, Comet or Cosmo? Oh, that's, that's Uh, mean. I'm here to just bring, I'm asking tough questions. I don't know if I can pick. Is there... Cosmo or Comet? Like, can, rest, are they, can we have are a moment similar of to each other? Well, yeah, they're kind of, well, yeah, except Co- uh, Comet was older and Cosmo is still like a puppy, so he's kind of like a big doofus that kind of yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to run off stage now just because I feel like it. <laughs> but I love both dogs equally. Oh, I'm sorry, my question sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I don't regret this question. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Uh, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde, or Speed 2, Cruise Control? I knew this was coming. We haven't mentioned Legally Blonde 2 once until now. So how have we gone this long without mentioning? I don't know. Why Legally Blonde 2 and not Legally Blonde 1? Well, I feel like Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. More... (laughs) You gotta say the whole title. Every time? There's no abbreviation? No, it's no. just that good. It's just, it's that, just good. that good. I feel like it owns what it is. At one point, there's like a pink spotlight on Reese. Oh. Just the lighting is just pink. Motivated by nothing other than just pinkness. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I feel like, I don't know. It just owns it. I oh, like Reese. it. I really love it. Can we it. have her on the show? Yeah. She's my dream She's now. another one of my secret girl crushes. Oh my gosh. I follow her on Instagram too. Um, she's really too. good at Instagram. She's, she's really good at yeah. Instagram. And she always looks like she's having a great time. She, if you were I, and Reese I Witherspoon, wouldn't you be? She's I would America's be. If I was sweetheart. Reese Witherspoon, I'd be having a great time. Well, and her, her clothing line is on point. I want her. Let's have her on the show. We too. should have a Big Little Lies <gasps> episode. 
I'm going to binge that next. You oh, yeah. get back to me because it is pure brilliance. Like they can't stop mm-hmm. talking about it in our makeup room. Oh like everybody's talking about it and I'm like, no it's spoilers, so no good. spoilers. And then we will follow it up with the book club version. Oh. Jody's on board. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has Jody seen Big Little Lies? She has. She oh, loves okay. it. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I'm waiting for our two week hiatus because that will give me enough time to binge yes. everything without kid interruptions. There you go. Okay. You don't want those with the show. Um, okay. Wait, well, I never answered the question. Oh, Legally oh, right. Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> or Speed 2 Cruise Control. Well, I've never seen either. Whoa. But, but let me give you a <laughs> based on the, the the originals, okay. I would choose Legally Blonde every time because of Reese Witherspoon. It's, it's an it's a good un- answer. unanswerable question. I for usually me. don't like I usually <laughs> don't like sequels though, which is ironic because I'm on Fuller House, but um <laughs> the sequels are never as good as the originals, ex- with the exception of Fuller House. So okay. is Legally Blonde to Red White and Blonde? No. As good as <laughs> Legally the ri- Blonde. The original knocks it out of the park if it you does. ask me. No, you got it. You have to weigh it against itself. You can't weigh against the original why <laughs> why everybody compares it's everything fair. it's not fair no, it's, it's not two fair very it's different standalone one makes a political statement mm-hmm. is the ups guy meaning in the, the first one indeed he is he is i'm gonna oh, watch yeah, it tonight. he is yeah. do that yeah There's and a lot of feel free to watch speed two cruise control i have no interest in that <laughs> i'm getting we have a, a hard lot of shaking heads in the room everybody similar to when i didn't know who mr t was <laughs> <laughs> you did, but just, I just mixed up the sport, which is very different. <laughs> what fine. sport is it? I thought he was a boxer. I thought he was a wrestler. Ben, do you know? I thought he was an actor. <laughs> well, maybe uh, he's all of the above. He's, all, he's a renaissance he's, man. I think he's renaissance. <laughs> Irrelevant, because we know who Bob Saget is, and that is the original Mr. Yeah, T. It's so true. So, yeah, it's so true. Nothing and else I shouldn't matters. even have to clarify. Right. No. But um, he was just on Dancing with the Stars. So, oh, he was? You know, he's fresh in people's um, minds. Why okay. isn't Bob on Dancing with the Stars? Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? No. Uh, no. Like, let me just answer you and cut you off before you finish that question. Because <laughs> everybody asked me, because Candace was on, and Jody was on, and I was like, when are you going to be on? And I said, no. I don't, like, I have... I would crack like can I go in your place because sure. that is my ultimate goal sure I'll mm-hmm. get, like we'll get you a wig we'll get you a toto like we'll get you anything you need but I do not want to be in that kind of so pres- many pressure thoughts, cooker but I don't think anyone cares I care I'll <laughs> tell you later I have a lot of thoughts on being down dancing with the stars oh really <laughs> pretty much the most exciting possibility to me oh well then you deserve like that that's why people like you and Candace and Jody who have always wanted to be on dancing with the stars. well there's a huge difference between me and Candace and Jody <laughs> what's that uh no one knows who I am <laughs> Maybe until this podcast. I would watch. I would watch. Well, thank you. But um, no, the difference between me, Candace, and Jody is that they handle pressure way better than I do. And I would be in the fetal position by the first live show under the judges' table crying and rocking back and forth. because. That's interesting. Um, and I just don't... I've done so much dancing on our show. It's so true. That I just... I And I've been to Dancing with the Stars so many times to support Candace and Jody. And I much prefer being a cheerleader than I am an actual dancer. There so um, I feel like I've want. gotten the, the... I've met several of the pro dancers and I've, I've been to several tapings and I got my fix that way and I have no desire to be on the actual show. So take that, Dancing with the Stars. Well, there's not to take that. I just, but, it's just but not like, for, for me. But consider normal folks like us. <laughs> like me. <laughs> I'm ready. They should do, a, they should do a, a full season of just normal, everyday folk. Mm-hmm. Right? Not as your everyday folk, yeah, but everyday podcast. Okay. Fo- yeah, I know. Um, making this about you again. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> please, please segue to any other topic. Please. Anything. Uh, what was your first R-rated movie? Um, was Dirty Dancing R-rated or was, was that PG-13? I think that was PG-13. There oh, wasn't too damn. much. Uh, I feel like it was R-rated because I wasn't, I really wasn't old enough to watch it 
when it came out and I watched it at least five times a day. Like it was, it was the amazing, best right? movie ever. And there were so many themes in there that like I wasn't supposed to know about because yeah. I was only like 10 or 11 or something mm-hmm. when it came out. But that wasn't R-rated. Then I have no idea what my first we'll R-rated say it was movie R-rated. was. What was your first R-rated movie? Mm, mine was Billy Elliot. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Wait, that's R-rated and that was your first R-rated movie? <laughs> yeah. My dad took me to see Belly Elliot as my first R-rated movie and I love ballet. So oh, it was very appropriate. Okay. But I mean, I feel like I should have like really gotten into it and seen like Scarface or something, you know? Wow. Yeah. Like I if really, gonna go you know, R-rated, we, we went pretty soft on that one, but there was a lot of language and um, is that why it was R-rated? Like why is Billy Elliot R-rated? Can we <laughs> talk gonna, about that? Yeah, we really should. I should re-watch it and figure out why exactly a lot of f-bombs um oh okay so it's like you know he he was experiencing some really tough matters at hand but i felt very grown up walking out of there being for like, sure i just watched the shit out of that <laughs> yeah what a rite of passage <laughs> right <laughs> Like the equivalent of having a smoke. Exactly. Which, God, I would never do. No, I would not either. I've tried to smoke once. I tried one cigarette in college and I, I like gagged and coughed and had a sore throat for three days and couldn't stop brushing my teeth. Means so that, you did it right. That was the end of my trying to smoke a cigarette. Like I've go. never been tempted ever since. Kim, what was your first R-rated movie? I've never seen an R-rated movie. My okay. mommy won't let me. What do you want? What do you want to do it next? <laughs> Let's do it next weekend. What do you want to watch? Uh, it was Jerry Maguire. Oh, that's And let that's me tell you. That's R-rated? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely R-rated. Next time you see it, you'll know one Remember that it's why? definitely R-rated. Is there boobs? And two. Oh, is there boobs? Uh, uh, boobs galore and oh. also worse. And uh, my mom definitely was like putting her hands over my eyes and my ears. It's funny what you remember from a movie because all I remember is You Complete Me and, and Renee Zellweger's squinty eyes. Like that's all I remember <laughs> from that movie. <laughs> She's never doing this show. No. That's well, she does have squinty. Like she, she does. She's yeah. permasquint. They're, they're yeah. endearing. Endearing permasquint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I'm done with my questions. That was all? Well, I think we have one question that we can't not ask, though. Okay, there's there's something yeah. that Kim and I really want to know. Oh, I'm nervous. I, it literally has a star next to it. We're going to ask everyone this who was involved in some yeah. way. Okay. Please tell me every single thing that you remember about your grandmother's house we go. Be specific. Leave nothing out. I never watched it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't watch any of the old, like, and there's, there's no, like, bad blood or anything. You're I in never it. Watch, no, I'm not in it. You're it totally, says, you're definitely no, in it. it says that on IMBD <gasps> and Wikipedia. It also says your name means Darmanly, Manly, Laurel. Manly, Manly Laurels. Laurel. Right. I was, ne- it says that on every site, and I was never in <gasps> to Grandmother's House. Well, Lori and Bob and Candace were. I was not. It's, Candace is credited, but also it makes me feel like if you were not in it, then was is Candace in, in it? it? I don't know. Well, we this have the movie my on DVD signed by the writers. I never saw it. I was never in it, but they also IMBD also says that I was in like the AMC commercials and that I wrote a tell-all book and none of that is true can yeah, I read the tell-all book what would the tell-all book you can but I called. didn't write it it does, I I'm still interested. It. If you had a tell-all book, what would you name it? Well, I want to write a book someday. Um, I don't feel like I've lived enough life yet, so I will. Maybe when I'm like 75, I'll publish a book. But um, what would I call it? Something with running and Gibbler goulash and for love of show. I don't know. Oh, oh it's an honor. Wow. For love of running from Gibbler goulash. <laughs> you know what? I'm writing it that down. It rolls right I'll, off I'll the I'll remind you when you're 75. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is going to seem totally random now, but Kim and I have a fascination with To, to Grandmother's House. Oh Why? Because really? It, it is, is it a, a good flick? classic. With oh, the classic. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really should. Are watch both it. twins in it? Both mm-hmm. of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
My best friend that and was, I watched it like every single weekend. We had it taped and we would watch it every I would watch it every weekend. Really? It's really special. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. watch it now. And I have there, it on DVD um, if you need it. I feel like it's one of those cult classics. Like that was the dirty dancing of my age. If the like, cult for you guys, means it was Kim and I, then there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we don't have a lot of cult members, but mm-hmm. it's a classic movie. So you're secretly wishing that the Olsen twins would say yes and come on Fuller House. Are we allowed to talk about this? Because I do have a lot totally. of Totally. I'm I'm an open book. Yeah. We can talk about Olsen's. I'm sure that's not an awkward question. We're fine. I was a (laughs) hardcore Olsen twins fan. No, everybody was. I mean, it was was. hard not to be. They made films like Tip Grandmother's House We Go and Double Double Toil and Trouble and Mm -hmm. I'll stop there. Um, There (laughs) were so many more. They by dinner time. Yeah. And they put their brother for sale. Oh yeah, that was cute. They did so many great things and I would have loved to see them on our show. Totally. Totally. I think we all would have, but we have a lot of respect for them for not and there's no ill feelings like everybody wants to make it out to be controversial you know right. like oh my gosh you know there's snubbing going on and there's, there's no snubbing the writers like to write funny jokes to kind of poke jabs at the situation and that's fine if they if the door's always open if they want to come back and if they don't that's fine too you just nailed every point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you yeah I mean I feel like I can't judge a situation that I don't understand and right. that's why I'm that's where I'm kind of rationalizing it okay and it must be very difficult to have been so young on the show and have so many fans feel like they own this part of their childhood that they probably don't really remember and don't mm-hmm. really want to revisit, but it's so important to millions of strangers right. to yeah. tell them you have to go back right. for something that they maybe perhaps don't remember at all. Right. Well, they, they lived a very, they had very full careers by the time oh, they yeah. were eight Right, exactly. <laughs> or by the time they were even 18, like they had lived basically the equivalent of three people's careers. Like yeah. they had just, they were so successful by the time they left Full House and then by the time they turned 18, um, that there'd be no reason to do something that they, mm-hmm. they aren't interested in doing. And yeah, I think when you, you start a show when you're six months old, you just, you have a completely different experience than the rest of us sure. had. And we were all older and we bonded in ways that they couldn't because they were babies. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. were in diapers it was and chosen they were being told them. what to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just, you don't know any other way of life. Yeah. And I respect their decision. Now, why did you leave the business? Oh, because I hate this business. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Hollywood. Um, I love acting. I love the craft. I just think the business is just full of a lot of tomfoolery and craziness that drives me nuts. But um, no, I just had, I, I started acting when I was five and I had a very full and wonderful, ble- wonderfully blessed career. And um, by the time the show ended, when I was 18, I had started college and that's a time of exploring other things. And mm-hmm. so I took advantage of that and then I wanted to fully experience student life and dorm life and took classes in every sort of subject just trying to figure out who I was and what I was interested in mm-hmm. and briefly considered going back to Hollywood but I hated auditions so much that I'm like I don't want to do the audition circuit anymore yeah. I mean I did that for well over 14 years of my life so um, I wasn't interested in doing that anymore so I majored in English Lit and um, got a, a bachelor's degree in English Lit and went on to get a master's degree in women's studies um, loved being in academia and I worked in academia for a few years and then I had kids and wanted to be fully immersed in parenting for a long time and I felt no desire to go back into Hollywood um, until I got a call from Jeff Franklin <laughs> a few years ago um, and he said, yeah, you know, we're talking about the sequel and um, would you be interested in re- reprising your role as Kimmy Gibbler? And I, it was surprising to me how quickly I said yes because I thought I'd be super hesitant to like, do I really want to do this again? But it's so much a part of me, this character and and these people are so much a part of my history and, and who I am and, you know, they've molded me into who I am today. So I just said yes instantly. Do you remember where you were when you got that phone call? Yeah, it was Father's Day 2014. 
13. And so I was at D Barb's house. I was at my dad's house. <laughs> right next and to the person phone, you have to ask. Yeah, my phone rang and it said Jeff Franklin was calling. And I was like, that's weird. He never just calls me like out of the blue. So I took the phone call outside and I was like, wow, I just felt like my life was going to change. And this was, well, how much time do we have? Like this is. <laughs> no, go on. This could be a story. Yeah. This was like four days after I signed my divorce papers. So this was like a really big transitory oh, time oh my in my life. So I was feeling like super low and just lost and like, what am I going to do with myself and my life? And like, will life ever get better than it is now? Because I was feeling bad. And so, yeah, it was like four days after I signed my divorce papers. And then I get this call out of the blue and I was kind of like, you know what? Everything, everything happens for a reason. And totally. there is a light at the end of the tunnel, even though if you're in a dark place, it's not the end of the world. Like things will get better. And my life changed because of it. We've gone from toilets to really <laughs> deep talk. <laughs> is the experience of Fuller House what you thought it would be when you hung up the phone and started thinking about what something like this might be? Uh, it's even better. It's definitely better because I didn't I didn't really know if Fuller House would ever happen because so many things had to come together for this show to happen. Like so many people had to say yes to it and we had to get a network to buy it. It was really hard even just pitching the show and selling the show and convincing people that this could be successful. You know, why would this be successful? It's already been done and, and sequels are typically really bad with the exception of, of like, oh, Blonde, 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 Blonde. and Speed to Cruise Control. <laughs> um, so I wasn't sure it would actually happen. I knew it was a great concept and I, I was pretty confident that it would be um, successful, but I didn't know it would be this great, you know, being on the in the original sets and having the family back together again. It's just, it's very fulfilling as an adult and I appreciate it in ways now as a 40 year old that I didn't when I was 14. You know, when you're a kid, you just don't, you take everything for granted and you just don't <laughs> understand the meaning behind any of it. But as an adult, right. I'm super appreciative. I have good perspective now mm-hmm. and um, I never take a day for granted. Like every day I walk on set knowing it's going to be crazy and a long day and there's going to be lots of nuttiness going on on the set. I Every day I walk into the, our stage 24 doors, I, I feel appreciative. What did it feel like to come back and walk onto stage and see the living room and the kitchen set? Yeah, it was bizarre. It was weird because we saw the sets before they were fully painted and decorated. So it was kind of, everything was just kind of gray and white. And so I'm, it, it looked like a layer of, du- it looked like the set had been preserved for 20 years and there had just been like 20 years of dust settled on it. And it wasn't, it just hadn't been painted yet, but it just, it literally looked like we had been walking onto this archaeological site that had been dug <laughs> up after 20 years. And I was like, whoa, this is really weird. So it took, you know, it took me a minute. Like I was just sort of like taking it all in and it was a little emotional to kind of walk through those sets again, thinking I'd never see that again, or at least be in those sets. It's really weird being like in the kitchen set there, you know, you go up the stairs and you're in like this little holding room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can see the kitchen set anytime. Turn on Nick at night at 2 a.m. any morning and you'll see the kitchen set on, on the full house on the shows. But like being in those behind the scenes, those backstage areas, I never thought I'd see that again. So that's cool being in those areas in particular. Has your relationship with Candace and Jody changed from being on the show to a week before knowing that you guys were doing the show again? Well, we've always been pretty tight. You know, I think we've gotten closer just because we are around each other more. And so we have opportunities to talk more and to hang out more. Mm-hmm. But and we there's never, so we never much really, history there. There's so yeah. much history. And the way I describe it is that there's nobody that can really relate to my life like they can because we grew up on this show. And like, like I have a ton of friends uh, who are great friends, but they don't know what it was like growing up as a child actor on Full House, which was also different from other child actors because not every show is as loving and caring as our producers were back on Full House. You know, as great as they are now, they were great back then too. And the story I like to tell is when um, 
I had my senior prom when I was 17. We were taping that night. So I was going to have to miss my senior prom. And the producers were like, no, we are going to pre-tape all of your scenes and we are going to rearrange the show schedule so that we can release you at 6 p.m. So you can go and get to your prom by 8 p.m. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, what what other Hollywood show does that? Usually it's like, nope, show comes first. Yeah, like everybody else's yeah. personal yeah. lives come last. And um, that was just really meaningful to me that they, they did that. Um, and I have pictures from my date <laughs> coming in his tuxedo. Like how overwhelming was that <laughs> right? for my date? And my question is, how did you choose a date? <laughs> well, he was my boyfriend. Co- oh, he was my oh. he was my senior boyfriend at oh, the time. Uh, his name so. was Ben. And oh, there you go. Like, yeah, he showed up in a car with his tuxedo and the hair and makeup people got me ready. <laughs> and we took Aww. pictures in front of the fake fireplace and the living room set. Oh, uh, and we took goodness. a picture with the whole cast. And he was like totally overwhelmed because he was just like my high school boyfriend from my high school, not involved in Hollywood whatsoever. <laughs> and he walks in to the in the middle of a taping. It's like, hey, let's like push you in front of the audience and take these pictures. So and yeah, we Do had a great have these great pictures. Still. I have the picture of us with the cast. Oh, yeah, man. I can get I, you a copy of that. I would love to see yeah. that. It's so sweet. Yeah, it's such a sweet little story. So my whole point of that is that I feel like the people who run our show put the people first. And that's been the case throughout. for 30 years. Yeah, all throughout. And that's what keeps me coming back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Any other comments? I'm thinking Should about that so the, much. Should now. we go back to the road trip <laughs> question or <laughs> the toilets? Can we talk more about toilets? Uh, um, that's no, so that's great. all just so fascinating. Yeah. What's it like for you guys, like walking into a show that's sort of already like been established and has so much history and there's so much like pressure to make this show great. What was it like for you guys? Were you intimidated? Were you excited? I think for me, it was a combination of a lot of feelings um, mm-hmm. because I watched Full House every day after school. Mm-hmm. I've seen every episode at least mm-hmm. 10 times. I mean, and my parents watched it with me and it was, I'm not even just saying this a big part of my childhood. So at first I was like, how am I going to keep it together when <laughs> I see everybody, you know, like I don't, I'm going right. to start crying, you know, like because a, a lot of the fans feel so attached and totally. feel that they know all of you. And I was trying to really play it cool and professional and, you know, I'm just going to act very calm and get my work done, which, you know, as soon as I met you in particular, it was like just instantly I felt calm and you're so Aww. awesome and I hate using the word normal because everybody's just people but totally <laughs> yeah, down to earth totally. and yeah. and then it just every single person I met I could say the same thing about and so it was it's amazing for me how much everybody's taken us in and just because it is such a tight-knit group which is intimidating mm-hmm. and you want to respect those boundaries but then also of course you want to be a part of something this great so I really feel like we are a part of it and that means a lot oh Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so great. Being a part of a show where everybody gets along so well on the cast side and the crew side just across the board is so rare. Mm, right. So now three seasons in, I, it's a different feeling that is the same amount of it's really special. It feels really special to be a part of. Mm. I think in the beginning it felt special in a different way, which was this was a really big part of my childhood, of our childhood mm-hmm. that I think, you know, when the show wrapped, there were no reboots like that. Right. This is such a new concept that right. I remember so so well when the show wrapped originally like watching the last episode and and knowing that that was all that show would never come back right it was never going to be reruns or dvd or just it never occurred to me that i would ever see that show again and then having it come back and being able to be a part of it in a way that is so i don't know it's just a really special thing that it felt really important when it started like this mm-hmm. is going to be so fun and so exciting and now three seasons in it's still really fun and really exciting but different to feel like it's a family now which is mm-hmm. it's, it's just really neat to be a part of mm-hmm. yeah 
Wouldn't trade it for the world. Anyway, uh, Monday's my last day. I was looking for a way to <laughs> So it was oh, so nice we'll to meet you. We'll send you a fruit basket. <laughs> yeah. And, and roll out a cake for me. Yeah. We'll roll out a cake. Yeah. Oh, man. We but you'll lots, have to order your own cake. We do lots of that. Of course. we don't know how to I'm order gonna cake. I'm going to have to roll my own cake out, Listen, too. I know everyone's favorite cake orders by now. I have a binder. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing, too, that's it. weird is like when you were eight, did you think, oh, now I, I will know that entire cast favorite cake order to you know, roll it out. Uh, that <laughs> random that thing to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just so great. We got to take care of our people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I love uh, rolling out a cake. Uh, it's the best. It's a good, it's Dude, a good feeling. Because cake brings people happiness. Like, mm-hmm. And you're just the bringer of happiness. And mm-hmm. what's so great is it's like no one's ever seen a cake before when it comes out. <laughs> it's like, we get what? to eat cakes. <laughs> and it's my favorite. How did you know? It's like, you know, not that they had two birthdays with me and Kim and everyone already. <laughs> no, it's like brand I just new love it, it, the new, the, the new aspect every time. It's like Groundhog's Day. Exactly. Every birthday. It's like, how oh my did God. you know? There's a cake. And then it's always like, you know, it's your birthday and you're like, are they going to do anything? Probably well, of not. Of course they're going to do something right. and it's going to happen after run through. <laughs> Get ready. My favorite part is that you guys are so excited about the cake, but little do you know, on the other side of the fence in the backyard, people are very stressed out about when this cake oh, is going to burn. Oh, the candle's really? going to blow out. Oh, that cake. lighter. That lighter is like the most... Why don't you use matches? Oh. <laughs> she, can we switch jobs? Can we, to you, okay, that's it. You're, oh. you're an actor now on the show. I will be the matches, cake deliverer. Matches, I feel wow. like with the momentum, I could be, easily fling it and start a stage fire. You, yeah, you, that's you, not you, defending that you need, decision. You need to yeah. get a permit from the fire department on Warner Brothers 48 hours in advance to have fire on our set. What about See, one fire breaks out? I'm telling you, the production in this girl. It's true. Can we what talk about the fire? Spot? Were you guys there when the fire broke out? In no, the I got... So <laughs> this is a great for love of show example. Okay, let's I get a phone call. Uh, hey, the the stage is on fire, so um, our run throughs delayed. And my first thought was, I need to clear this the delay with the network, right. with the studio. studio. <laughs> make sure all the department heads know. Not, Not are once we safe? Did I think about the fact that there was a fire? Because <laughs> stuff happens all the time. This and is not unusual. Then it sense. processed, and I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> there's a fire. There's a like fire. That. Did anyone burn? Yeah. Like, there's everyone injuries now. All those now floor. those checklist things are coming off. <laughs> Mel ran over with a fire extinguisher yeah She's prepared right yeah. always oh yeah we always. had the fire extinguisher wasn't that like the least weird thing that it happened was that the week? least weird thing that happened especially because that, that week and we can say this because the uh, season will aired. have premiered that there was already a fire there and the fire alarm was going off in that scene Correct. and so when the actual fire happened nobody reacted right we'd similar been, to my we'd reaction. been listening to smoke alarms all morning as part of rehearsal for the scene in which the fire alarm goes off so the fire alarm was still going off and we were like hey they're just practicing <laughs> Like, whatever. And it was our security guard who was like, did you guys know the prop room's on fire? And we were like, what? And I just still didn't, I still didn't blink. I was like, does this mean lunch will be delayed? Like, because I was hungry and we needed lunch. So I looked over towards Crafty and I was like, oh, shh, there's smoke coming out of the prop room. This is a legit fire. By the way, no one was injured. Nobody was injured. We all exited in a very orderly and calm fashion. But lunch was a little delayed. So, and I was mad because my phone was still upstairs in my dressing room and I couldn't go, they wouldn't allow me to go up there to get my phone. There's so many. I mean, in the giraffe like we need to save the giraffe we need to save the giraffe yeah but nobody knew what to do like and and chris jensen our first ad was like um but first they kept rehearsing which was the weird <laughs> thing like they kept rehearsing for like a like, good well, five minutes maybe we wait until the fire spreads we were kind of towards behind, us a little bit we were behind schedule a little bit so they just kept rehearsing and fi- finally chris jensen was like well can we have everybody exit out this door in an orderly fashion like he was sort of like uh uh what do we do and he looked very cool he looked that. totally cool like his blood pressure never raises oh, no. ever i think that's a prerequisite to be an ad and um and finally, I had my script. I didn't have my phone, but I had my script.
script. And I was like, do you need a cast list like to do a roll call? And he was like, sure. So he took that and he started doing roll call, which was then weird because I'm like, it's only, a it's only a cast list. Like we don't care about the rest of the crew. Oh we don't gosh. have a crew list. We only have a cast list. I mean, above the line, get those out first. Like, get those out first. So it was like nobody really knew what to do. But that is the least crazy thing that's that probably funny. happened on our show. How many actors would think to give a script to the first AD for roll call? I mean, that's that's yeah. kudos. Yeah. I still have these little check marks in my But script. I'm, I'm glad a, to know where we stand. So, yeah. Well, that just tells me we need to put a crew list in every script in addition to a cast list. I'm on it. Because you guys are equally important. And then all the all the tour trams, of course, kept driving by and we had oh Warner Brothers Fire Department there. Like nothing to see here, folks. The entire Stage 24 was out on the court courtyard steps just hanging out and they were like, what's going on? And we're like, mm, free show. There you go. Yeah, you get you a little go. extra bang for your buck there. <sighs> Best day ever for the Just stores. another day on the Fuller no House. Kidding. Well, any more? Are we done with the rapid fire questions? I what about the slow think, fire questions? I think we accomplished both. Okay. okay I, have, <laughs> I have podcast questions. Like how long do you think personally a podcast should be? I think people could do three hours worth of a podcast just listening to our banter, but that's just well, our, yeah, ours. Not Maybe yeah, we'll see how this yeah. one right. goes and we'll do just that for the next one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you okay, Do you need no? some water? Do you, okay. are we out, we're out of Gibbler goulash, but we, or whatever it's called. <laughs> we need to, we need to figure out the, uh, the non-copyrighted name for the drink. Instead of like Mr. Pib, it'd be like Mr. Gibb. Mrs. Gibb? No. Mrs. Gibb. Um, I don't like that either. I feel like you had one earlier. Oh, how about the we Gibmosa? Gib oh, I like Gibmosa. Yeah. Okay. It's the Gibmosa. It's the yeah. Gibmosa, everyone. And See, we're going to have, we're gonna have the it. recipe on our website. Okay. It's yeah. a very simple recipe, but you can always think of Andrew at Barber when you drink it. It's so good. As you should. And your urinary tract will be clear. Exactly. Most importantly. Less Which doctor you visits. also think yeah. about Andrea Barber for her. Always, when you think about kidneys, think about me. Yeah, I've passed like maybe 20 stones in my life. Wow. I'm not kidding. Oh, mm -hmm. that must be really painful. No, because I have um, large ureters. <laughs> And when you're pregnant, I've heard that what, word since health class. This is what I learned. I learned it because when I was pregnant, you know, when you're pregnant, you visit the doctor like every week. Sure. And like I was like, I'm passing these kidney stones, and I don't even know it. Like, and they're like, that's because when you're pregnant, your ureters are enlarged, but mine are large on a normal basis, so it's not super painful in, until they're actually passing, and then it's like two minutes, and they're out. Do you mind your fans knowing the size of your ureters? No, I'm proud. Actually, okay. <laughs> this is like a very hey, much to a each their own size matters moment. Okay. Um, no, I have. I I passed my first kidney stone at age 17. And I haven't stopped since. Wow, just <laughs> passing those left and right. But this is Hopefully why I laid down and not left or right. The gibmosa, like this is why the gibmosa is so important. It's gut healthy. It's mm -hmm. gut health. Get, again, gut health is in everyone. That's good. This was really this fun. This was so fun. Mm -hmm. Thanks for doing and this. And I could keep doing I could do this for another three hours. Great, settle I, in. No one else no one else will want <laughs> to listen well, to three uh, hours. Stop the packing up. <laughs> We're gonna need three more bottles of champagne. <laughs> but this is just like shooting the shit with you guys. Like this is our everyday. I love it. And I'm glad we get to like share talking it, about share it with it. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's all for love of show. Boom. Oh, we didn't ask the love of show question. There's a love of show question. Yeah. Like what? Like if we were to say, what do you think of when when you hear for love of show, knowing absolutely nothing about that phrase? I feel like it's a replacement for a curse word. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a fire on set for the love of show, or like 
the birds won't cooperate for the love of show. <laughs> Whatever, you know, on the daily, we could come up with it. It is, oh, it, it is the replacement hurts. for a curse word. For love a show? You couldn't have said it better. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Guys, today on the show, we talked about kidney stones. <laughs> toilets, giraffes. We did cover a lot of we topics. We covered yeah. a lot today. of topics. And I hope that everybody finds them as amusing as I do. There's something in this podcast for everyone. There really is. Indeed. It's a versatile... Uh, okay. <laughs> you want to try it again? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I just going to say there's, a really, there's something for everyone here. Yeah. Thanks to you, Andrea. Well, thanks to you guys. It's very You're welcome. Fun. And stay tuned because we have more. Excellent podcasts coming up. And please, oh, yeah. please, leave us a, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Google Play, whatever it's called. I don't have an Android, but um, leave us a five-star <laughs> review and leave your comments and leave your questions and we will we will be back. We, I'm saying we. <laughs> we will. If they invite me back, I hope they She's do. They might not. After the kidney stone and the post, post-coital toto experience, <laughs> no, they might not ask me back. But if they ask me back, send in your viewer questions and I'd be happy to answer literally anything. <laughs> literally nothing is off topic here. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> oh, first one, don't know how to wrap it up. Can I say and cut? Sure. And that's a wrap. And that's our show. You can find Andrea Barber at Andrea Barber on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at For Love of Show or visit us at forloveofshow.com for some sweet merch and drink recipes. See you next time. Mm-hmm.